0: You know, the art in my tweets is is like jazz. It's the notes you don't play.
1: That was a radioactive level of pretension right there. (laughs) You are now listening to Good, Bad, or Bullshit.
0: Hello, greetings, salutations. Welcome to the Good, Bad, or Bullshit podcast. Random topics, unrehearsed conversation, and quality reviews. My name is Mike Hodgins. I'm one of your three hosts on this show, along with the one and only Mr. Bo
1: Schwartz. Hello, Bo. Hello, Mike. Hello, and person course, here. Oh.
0: The other one and only, again, because none of us are identical twins. So there's only one, one and only Crofton Sears.
1: Hello, gentlemen. It's me. Hi, Crofton. One and only Crofton. I wanted to say hi to you earlier, but Mike didn't want me to say anything more.
0: No, I wanted to get in there. And also have that underhanded slam on identical twins,
2: which we do occasionally. <laughs> you do occasionally. They're
0: not yes. unique. What can you say?
2: <laughs> Everyone's unique, except identical twins. It's true. And and uh, sometimes they choose to be the same, uh, and that confuses me, but whatever. <laughs> they <laughs> I, choose I'm to pretty- wear similar clothes or yeah, to get uh, the same tattoo.
0: Identical twins are cool. It's neat to, to see. Um,
2: it's it's funny because if uh, if there was a GBB drinking game, one of the things that would have you take a shot is when we slam twins. I mean, I mean verbally slam them. You know?
1: <laughs> oh my god, dude! That joke is like <laughs> one on ten.
2: Oh. oh. <laughs> I give um, it a
1: 3. You,
2: the, the alternative being to physically slam them like by hitting them. I yeah, guess. Well, you
0: don't want to do that. That's that's inappropriate.
2: Slam is also vernacular for having sex, so that was the term I meant, bo. Okay, oh. before this goes a
0: little too far down the wrong path. Have you guys been hearing this recent <laughs> stuff about uh there's been a lot of talk in the news about asbestos? Asbestos. Yes. Wow, that
2: took a turn.
0: It did. Uh, so the, the thing, so there's there's a lot of stuff in the news about asbestos. Canada's finally getting on board to try to ban it after it's no longer politically uh, in their interest to not ban it. And there's all this talk about it, now I've done like um, I've mentioned before, like home renovations and stuff like that, and I'm currently kind of doing one. And I was like, man, I probably for sure have been exposed to asbestos. So all this stuff that's going probably on, probably for like, sure, eh? Probably definitely in all likelihood been exposed to asbestos to some degree so of course it gets me all worried now whenever i do demolition i wear like a, the asbestos mask you know and try to take those precautions but you're like you know that keeps a lot of that out of there and i was feeling all worried about it you know and it's like it, it leads to this thing called mesothelioma which is a kind of lung cancer and and people were calling into this call-in show at noon i heard today and people were like oh you know my uncle died of this it's horrible uh it's a pretty rare lung cancer and I was getting all worried like oh god I've been exposed to this thing and I'm like it's this known carcinogen and then and then I kind of took a broader view this is I know a long roundabout way a little mm-hmm. broader view and I was like you know what else is a known carcinogen the sun the sun is a known carcinogen red meat is a known carcinogen and the list just goes on and on so I was kind of like now I'm not maybe I'm doing that a little bit to make myself feel better about the horrible deaths awaiting me in the future uh, but I, it's one of those funny things where it's just like Everyone's exposed to so much stuff that is a carcinogen, and it's like some people get cancer and some people don't, and
1: you know, you just kind of got to cross your fingers. Yeah, but I think there's a higher than normal like. Oh yeah, you know,
0: higher exposures increase your likelihood,
1: but it doesn't. It's not a guarantee one way or the other. I thought maybe so. You know, when I was younger, I worked with my dad in refrigeration, and they were in that point. I don't remember if they banned it, but they weren't allowed to use it. Like. they were doing a lot of work to remove, um, you know, gaskets uh, in, you know, uh, the the condensers and the the. Sure. Uh, I forget all the terminology of refrigeration, but you know, like all the machinery, uh, they there was engines and things like that that operate in these large industrial buildings or just even a commercial building, um, and they all, all the gaskets were asbestos and those stuff are like heated, like they're running engines, and so um, I know a big thing was to change out a lot of those gaskets for you know, safer materials. We did a lot of that. Yeah, I'm it, curious. It, it's is still it, allowed in the building code, federal building code. Oh. Is
2: it bad form for me to start auditioning replacement hosts now?
0: <laughs> well, you know, no. Uh, well, I will say don't waste your time because the one positive thing about um, me contracting mesolithemioma or whatever the hell it's called is that it has a 30 to 40 year latency period. And I was kind of like, man, you know what, I, I might be dead in that amount of time from some other thing. So it's like... You could be
2: 20 years into it right now, right?
0: Yeah, I guess so.
2: Oh man, now you've really increased his anxiety level.
0: He was just <laughs> no, thinking about think the recent years history. Years I don't think I did first my first demo stuff till I was...
1: But yeah, no, it's, it's well, true. But it Probably, as benign as stuff, I know at Algonquin College, locally here in Ottawa, there was a big asbestos thing that somebody was talking to me about when I was 18, like... That they were doing work in there to replace machinery and equipment that had it. So, there's like, I looked up
0: some of the stats and it's like, it's like a lot of people have been. The bottom line is, asbestos is kind of everywhere. Everyone, it seems, is like probably exposed. Even you hear a lot of talk in like government offices, people are exposed to asbestos. It's been in use for hundreds of years everywhere. Uh, And then then I was looking up something and it's something like 3,000 people a year in the United States contract mesothelioma. And I was like, that's one in one hundred thousand, and that's like still pretty good odds. Even if your exposure is high, the bottom line is like, in so we live in a city of nine hundred thousand people. So like, if like if those stats held, it's like nine people a year get it. It's like. You know what? My, I feel like you're odd. You might get Parkinson's disease. You might get ALS. You might get any other kind of cancer. It's like what? Well, uh, so when I started thinking about it, I'm like, you know, we're all going to wind up taking a dirt nap one day. Oh. Uh, <laughs> no, like, well, you
1: can't see your life. and
2: you're a, <laughs> a cheery rosebush tonight. Yeah, it's fun. Just okay. for the record, a dirt though, nap. Okay. <laughs> you know, I don't. I don't want to make you feel worse or anything. So I, I'll just say that I still, even with this new evidence, having come to light. Have Bo down is most likely to die of the three of us. Uh <laughs> well, the
0: smoker, and that's yeah. The one. Well, Man. you
2: know, the, the smoker, the abundance of coffee and whatever whatever else he does. The sitting <laughs> sitting kills you.
1: Yeah, because you don't. Hobby.
2: Okay, okay. So, well, you
0: know. now that we got that,
1: uh, all right. So you heard it here first. Uh, first, Bo Schwartz most likely to die of the good, batter bullshit host. Please, Please wait. In the Please future,
2: send your CVs to Crofton Steers at GBB. I, I'm probably I'm probably next to go, but
0: that's only because Crofton leads a life of extreme leisure, like like the Queen. He will probably live to be a hundred.
1: Uh, Crofton Steers also has taken on the responsibility of human resources. Uh, I'll I'll note, Mike. He's, now is he not only in charge of social media and he and can add that to our growth,
2: but... massive marketing department. <laughs> and I'm going to be a director soon, guys. <laughs>
1: All right, well, let's direct our attention to what we came here to do, and that is... Random topics. Random topics, baby. We're going to discuss one. Although, asbestos let's... was not a bad topic, um, I got to say. Yeah,
0: you could say bad. I mean, come on. Well, it's bad, it but...
2: good. I mean, I don't know. clearly... it's lots of jobs, Mike.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Those, on... Those oncologists, they need work. Oh my god. Yeah, I'd like to see you argue that cancer is potentially a good thing because it keeps people employed. Like, that's... <laughs> that's, uh... Oh, okay. We're still rambling. Here we go. Yeah, Mike, are you ready? <laughs>
2: <coughs> no, on second thought, listening to that machine, I might have to change my death bet. <coughs> Maybe Mike will go first. Either way, still send me your CV. Yeah, is there asbestos in that?
0: Uh um, there's probably not asbestos, but there's lots of other, oh yeah, that was another one I had thought of, was benzene, that's a known carcinogen, every time you fill up your gas with gas in your car, you're getting exposed to benzene, anyways, we're all gonna die, okay, topic... <laughs> <laughs> the topic today is ballroom dancing.
1: Ballroom dancing. Wow, we're on a real packages or just dancing. We're we're on a real run of like the arts right now. We've done public art, we've done pop music, and now we're doing the old the dance art, art of dance. Okay, like so, ballroom
0: dancing is pretty specific. So I feel like if we had a topic that said the foxtrot, I'd be like, maybe we should just think about dancing.
2: You know, dancing. Wow, you think ballroom dancing. Ballroom dancing is the one that has the competitions and all that sort of stuff. There's right? a I, lot.
0: There's salsa competition. There's competitions for lots of the kind of dancing. There's not mosh pit yeah. competitions, as far as I know.
2: Yeah. yeah. So you're, you're saying open up this topic from ballroom dancing to all dancing. I feel that, yeah, that yeah, just, just it, by it, saying it out loud, I feel my verdict changing. Really? Um, yeah. But. Uh, uh, but uh, you know, I'm I'm I you know I'm okay with it. There'll probably be more to How talk about, about. What about
0: partner dancing? You know, are we keeping out like professional dancing? Sort of different.
2: Uh, wait, wait, ballroom dancing is a very specific thing, though. I know Mike is suggesting that instead of discussing ballroom dancing, we open it up to all dancing. Because uh,
0: I feel like ballroom dancing is pretty specific. So if you were to say something like the merengue you'd be like
1: you know like you could have a hundred right. topics that I'm, are I'm, like i'm for it dance. i'm for it because here here's the thing i know very little about dancing to begin with that i don't think i can have an interesting uh, interesting to, to us or the listeners conversation about something as specific as ballroom dancing well all i know I was... is they wear great clothes and the dances are they look a specific way that I couldn't describe <laughs> somehow. They're they're ballroomy, and and I'm done. I, d-
0: I just want to interject here because Bo has done himself a disservice saying he doesn't know anything about dancing. But I have seen some of Bo's smoking <laughs> dance moves on the dance floor, no. particularly the one where it's like he's driving a car and he's got one hand on steering <laughs> wheel, and then he like backs it up, even though he doesn't have a proper driver's license. It's a pretty he, he does it. <gasps>
2: <laughs> I it's true. He You're has a good yourself... sense of rhythm. I do like Okay, the so it's agreed. We talk about dancing as dancing. a whole. Like dancing is the topic. When this show goes live, it'll be like boom, dancing. dancing. People will feel the rhythm when they see this topic. Okay, so straight up, I will say that uh that dancing is generally pretty fun. Uh I think that most people we enjoy it. Some people require the lubrication of some alcohol to get on the dance floor. But I will also say that one of the reasons that people require that lubrication is because a lot of people dancing look ridiculous. And I don't just mean people with no rhythm. I'm not sure if you guys have ever watched Dancing with the Stars. Uh, I've seen like an occasional episode or whatever, and they're all dressed up. And this goes back to the ballroom dancing. So it's all very, you know, very strange. Formulaic. Everything is sort of scripted, and they've worked out their routine. It's essentially like figure skating, except on a on a floor with no skates, therefore mm-hmm. eliminating that sense of speed or whatever. And I just I just find like like I like I like a party. I like dancing at, to the music and all this sort of stuff. But to do all that planning to dance feels kind of like. I don't know, counterintuitive to what the nature of dancing is.
0: Yeah, I would almost sort of agree. Like, I having sort of tried to, like, Andrea's parents go to, like, dance classes, these, like, sort of every week where it's like they learn different. And we went with them one time, and, you know, some guy was, like, showing us various steps. And I was like, man, this is so complicated you know it's like you're like you know you're doing this kind of like four-step thing and it's like and and then there's a man you're supposed to lead you know the certain or whatever and i was like man this is so complicated whereas if you just play like a sweet groove then you know you just kind of find the rhythm and start you know moving around so there's those two kinds of dancing like the sort of rhythmic one where you just sort of do whatever um and and then the one which is like okay you move like this and and all those ones they're, they're they're humorously arbitrary, right? You know, it's like oh, this is how you this is how you do ballroom dancing, and it's like you step. Like I could, I just feel like I could I could make one up. Be like I'm gonna make up the Mike Hodgins step. Okay, so you stand there, and now it's like you shimmy your hips. It's three steps right, one step forward, double step back. Three steps left, repeat. And I'm like, okay, there's the mic dance. And it's just like, what is what is that? It's just you step you're kinda of stepping around a bit. <laughs> like yeah. and, and it comes back to often, sort of humorous observation, which is true. Is it most dancing if you kinda look at it and try to pull yourself away from the music and the art of it? It looks kind of ridiculous. Like it's like people just kinda like walking silly uh, around a stage with each other. And I mean, obviously the people who are really highly trained professionals make it look more than that, but well, the it's idea
1: like, is that the movement is the art, right? It's the art of movement, isn't it? Like, you know, like I think people people have a passion for something, they build on its complexity. And then, you know, when you listen to an orchestra perform music, you're like, well, that sounds great. I like the sound. But to somebody who's a musician who's invested in learning or writing those kinds of things. It's like a different thing that you're like, why would anyone want to sit and stare at a bunch of lines and write notes and make weird sounds all day till it sounds good? So I'm like, I kind of get that the people who love dancing, um, make these weird complicated things that seem like, why would you want to do that? That's the, you're saying it's the opposite of spontaneity, right? Like, well, like, the plan dancing, but the idea is you practice these things so that because they're all in your muscle memory, When you go to be spontaneous, you do these insane things that people think you choreograph, but really it's just spontaneous because you practiced it.
2: Well, I think there's, I think that there's like lots of reasons to want to dance and there's lots of different types of dancing. So like there is that, there's what I call the party dancing, which is just like you're with a group of friends or whatever maybe at a wedding that you often see a lot of party dancing at a wedding where people are sort of like dancing to the rhythm then there's there's the club dancing which is like you know, you're going to the club to meet the ladies and then everybody's getting up and everybody's grill and you know what I'm saying. That a, <laughs> you uh, don't. L- less, common, <laughs> less common at the weddings. Um, and then and then everything else I throw into kind of like structured dancing and like some of the, well, when talking about the ridiculousness, I immediately thought about stuff like line, line dancing in particular, like uh, when you do things in a group, because the idea is like um, y- y- you know when you see like boy bands or whatever, and they do their, their, they're sort of, they're dancing and everybody's like, Oh man, they're, they're sick dancers or whatever. But really all that is impressive about it is just five people doing the exact same thing at the same time. If you took one of those five people and put them sort of like dancing to the music, maybe what they're doing is kind of good, but it's really the fact that they're just totally in sync um, to, that makes it, that makes it a, impressive if you will and it's the same with like you see like when i was a kid this is dating myself but there's like what was it the uh, billy jo- um uh, uh billy ray cyrus don't tell my heart my achy breaky heart and everybody there's a moment cuz dances become fads there's tons of like the macarena there's all these and, and they are essentially you know a bunch of people lining up to do a certain type of a certain type of dance together and i i like that it drives them together socially for sure but it is pretty ridiculous a lot of the time
0: well also you know you, you triggered something in my head and it i think it touches a little bit on what Bo was making the analogy towards music you know and that might be kind of like but he, okay there is an intrinsic link between dancing and music and <laughs> yeah <laughs> and i feel like you would listen to music you could sit and listen to music all kinds of music whatever um but if you remove music from dancing i think the Weirdness of it and the kind of absurd, ridiculousness of it would be a lot more apparent. Um, first of all, it'd probably be harder for someone to dance because I think the kind of tones and rhythms help dictate the movement. But it's almost like dancing is like a sub; it's related to music. Music yeah. can exist independently I, I gotta, but I, dancing is hard for dancing to exist without at least a drum beat like i mean a drum beat will get you well, get
1: you going. I, I i agree that they're inextricably linked that most of the time dancing is accompanied by some kind of music i will say if you've ever seen the contemporary section of you know dancing uh, so you think you can dance or i don't know maybe a, a, a maybe it's ballerina like there's a type of dancing that is extremely arrhythmic that uses music that is like arrhythmic it still qualifies as dancing, although the point is there that music is still a part of it. But and the thing I want to say to kind of blow your mind here is that math oops, I, I already let my damn it, I said it in the wrong order. <laughs> <laughs> music Yes, mind not math. blown, sorry, Bo. <laughs> music and and um, dance have a foundation in math. Because it's all like if you think about fractions, like music is measured in basically fractions and the rhythm with which you do things can also in dance can be plotted mathematically out because of the the rhythm or the lack of rhythm where you sort of map out at least that's how we sort of view music and dance and so there's a real like there's this mathematical underpinning that's kind of got nothing to do with the heart and soul of it but it's where it's sort of what links it all together is this sense of timing and i think with some kinds of dance that it's Arhythmic, and it's just a celebration of body movement. And I just think of those weird contemporary ones where they run and dive across the stage and slide on their knees. But they don't appear to be doing anything in any kind of synchronicity. And that itself is kind of its own interesting art. Granted, it's not pop dance. Like we talked about pop music. I don't think that kind of dance is as widely popular as, say, something like crunk you know, we're, well crook is kind of asynchronous and crazy too, but it looks like it is. So I don't
2: know. But well, eh. see, and it, again, if you were playing the GBB drinking game, every, every time I shit on bass, you would probably take a shot. But bass is is one of the things that I kind of like. A strong bass line, strong drums. Mike Mike said not all music is is danceable music. Mm-hmm. Like you'll listen to a lot of. A lot of music that you would you have no urge to dance to. In fact, some might do the exact opposite of of you want to dance. It might be relaxing music or what have you. However, there's some music that is that is like you listen to it and you're like you're bobbing your head right off. You you you, there's music that sort of incites you to dance. So yeah, the two are completely linked, but at the same time you can listen to music and and not necessarily have it be dance music. Right. So the, the dance music, when, when I listen to it though, I, and this is why people who listen to like heavy bass music and heavy drums music and are not dancing, drive me nuts. Because like, if if my neighbor's just listening to it and I'm like, why are you listening to this? It's, I can hear it through the walls and all this sort of stuff. Oh, it's good music, man. I'm like, well then it's good for dancing, but you're not dancing. You're just listening to it. I'm like, it's for dancing. It's like, it's music that serves a purpose, and that purpose is to dance. Like if you're at a if you're at a show or something, okay, that's fine. I'm on side. Yeah, I find it, that but,
0: strange too. When people go by in the car and they're just sitting in the car, and it's like super club beat. But I think if you're into that stuff, you know, I guess you just want to know the songs. And it's funny that we just did pop music, wasn't it? The last episode we did, yeah. 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 This
1: is like this is like um, their partner episodes. Yeah, sort of in some way. Because dancing's really popular. There are huge TV shows and people who religious viewers of dance programs like and this is where i want to go back to something you mentioned where it's like people i enjoy dancing why would anyone want to watch it basically i think is what you said maybe i'm paraphrasing a little too much but well i think like I mean, something mike would say. It definitely sounds like something
0: <laughs> i would say <laughs> like most things it's probably more fun to do than to observe but yeah there's fair. a place for it i guess
1: fair enough but like for me like I see people play guitar and I'm like, oh, I wish I could play that way. Or you know, I see a cool movie and I'm like, man, I'd love to make movies like that. Or see someone draw something and feel like I'd want to do something cool and think it was cool. Dancing is kind of like, I get why people enjoy it, but I don't know why anyone would want to do it. Like, like as as like a to feel that passionate about something so ephemeral is that the right word? Like, like there's a lot of art, and I guess this goes harkens back to acting, which is kind of the same shares that similarity that it's something you create that evaporates into nothingness when you're not doing it basically. And yes, you can make a video of it and keep it for posterity, but I'd argue that's video art in in some way and not the the dance itself is probably a thousand times more magical when someone is performing it live organically in front of you than watching it on a TV screen. Although I'm sure you can enjoy it on a TV screen, but
2: well, I okay, so Touching on to the art stuff, and this is, this is a good good point because I, I I didn't necessarily think about how loaded this topic is, but it is when you when you look at uh, all the ways that dance exists in society. So my my wife one her birthday is is near Christmas, and I was thinking like, man, what would be a non, um, you know, a different gift than a usual gift because I gotta get her two gifts in the space of a month. So I decided I get her tickets to the Nutcracker. So so we went we went to the National Arts Center. We went to see this Nutcracker. I'd heard a lot about the Nutcracker. I'm pretty sure I saw a cartoon of it on on TV when I was a kid. What I did not know was the Nutcracker is not a play. It is a ballet. So essentially all story beats And everything are communicated through the art of the dance on stage in front of you. So, like, for, I don't know, two hours and a half or something like that, and there's an intermission and stuff, there's just, like, there's a story unfolding with music and dance or whatever and and like and then afterwards and since then i'm on like some sort of mailing list where they're trying to sell me like season ballet passes oh the
0: nac they'll <laughs> never leave you
2: alone <laughs> yeah no <laughs> it's uh, And so essentially though, that there's a ton of ballets, there's national ballet companies, like just Russia is crazy uh, on ballet. And ballet is just one type of dance, but it is like, you know, anything from like um, tap and Fred Astaire and those, you know, the movies, there was a whole series of dance uh, based films. There still are, but not to the extent that there used to be like it, it is uh, used as a storytelling uh, mechanism and is, in that way, kind of interesting and challenging as an art form. Maybe not one that appeals to me personally, uh, but like I can I can appreciate what it's doing.
0: Yeah, it's like yeah. what. Well, so my wife's quite into, into dance, actually into watching dance. So she um, goes to the National Arts Center, that was the acronym the NAC, fairly often. I actually got her some tickets also at Christmas, uh, but she's kind of more into sort of, cont- um, I guess you'd call it like contemporary dance, like, like art dance where I don't even know if there's a clear story. Um, and, uh, and, and actually I, I had a roommate, um, who went on to be into contemporary dance. I think he still does it in Montreal. And I've seen some of the things he posts things and I'm like, what is this? I don't know. Uh, you know, some contemporary uh, dance is strange. and But then coming back to the fact that it's, <clears throat> it's art, like any other art form, is that it spans the gamut, right? So it's like you have some dance, like some weird contemporary painting where you're just like, what am I looking at? I don't know. Challenge yourself. Think about who knows what. And some which is very accessible that anyone anyone can do. I mean, it's like the same with the written work. You know, you read some some poetry. You're just like, this is not accessible to me. I do not like this. I don't know what it is. Some people love that kind of stuff. Some people just want to read comics or whatever. It doesn't matter. Uh, that's it's art, right? So it spans it spans that gamut. There's the accessible end, and then there's the very deep end for the people who who know it inside and out. Um, you know, and I guess it's like any other art form in that sense too.
1: Yeah, um, you know, it, I dancing to me is just it's one of those things that like when i've done it because we've talked about that i've done dancing it makes you feel kind of powerful so so when you draw like i've drawn i'm not a great artist but you know i've spent time just like drawing or whatever and it's like i, don't know, I felt i liked what i did or i felt maybe calm by the activity or frustrated with myself because i'm not that good um but there have been times where you know i've danced as mike alluded to at the top of the show i used to go out you know, we used to go out on Fridays and Saturday nights and I used to go try to be Mr. Cool Dude dancing all the time. And um, maybe it was to try and attract the opposite sex, except I think I get so caught up in dancing that I forget that I was there to try and do other things. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. But I don't know what I was trying to accomplish, but I know that I felt a, I felt the sense of power when I was doing it. Like, I think you do certain things like right and you feel certain ways. I think one of the things, first of all, it's exercise. So you feel, um, so your your bloodstream's pumping, your brain's in a heightened state because of the exercise. And you're also, you're putting yourself out there. A lot of people are embarrassed by dancing. That's the big thing. Like if I draw a picture and I'm, I don't know, not that many people feel embarrassed about it. They say, oh, look at this piece of crap I drew. You know, but dancing, some people are just morbidly would never do it. And so much so that they would be like, oh, I don't dance. dance, you know, and dancing's dumb and whatever, whatever, like, because it's it embarrasses them so much, the idea I, and, of others do, and, you know, and so that's an aspect to dance that is unique, I think, from art. Maybe acting can be kind of... No,
2: thing. no, all art is like that, like, doing art in front of other people, any type of art, like, somebody could ask you to draw them a picture if you're embarrassed of your drawing style or, or write a short story or write a poem and then read it, it'd be like, it'd be very embarrassing because you're putting yourself, you're putting a part of yourself out there. And with dance, okay. it's a very visible part of yourself, right? Yeah, like right? your fat's
1: like, all jiggling. Like if I went out yeah. and danced there now, like I'd do it. But I wouldn't feel that great about some of the softer parts, my softer body parts nowadays.
2: But I, w- I, will, <laughs> I will say that the dancing is essentially uh, something that I find really difficult to label as bad. Because, I mean, it's not, it's not any, it's not... There's no real negative influence, and while we've talked a lot about the inherent ridiculousness of it, I can make a, a long list of positives. And Bo started when he was talking about exercise, but but even just like the socialness of it, the interacting with other people, the um, the uh, the learning of you know learning new skills because each dance requires, and, and Bo mentioned the math element to it—the one, two, three, and all that sort of stuff. Like learning these things is is, is tough. It requires. Parts of um, parts of your brain to be firing on on kind of all cylinders. So there's a lot of positives associated with dance. And people like I don't drink, so people often think that oh you know you wouldn't like dancing or whatever. And and the reason they say that is because they wouldn't dance unless they were drunk or slightly inebriated and the reason they wouldn't is because they don't want to they don't want to be embarrassed like Bo said yeah. and and uh but i think that people who say that they hate dancing or they they hate to dance are, are are saying it not necessarily based on the act of the dance and they're saying it much more based on how it makes them feel uh about themselves like the self-conscious element in this um i don't think that they're there's the you know, I don't think anybody is like, oh, I, I hate dancing based on, you know, feeling the sweet music and dancing. I bet a lot of people dance alone or whatever, or dance, you know, like in their I house. dance to, alone to in to my music. kitchen
0: all the time. Yeah.
2: Oh, I think a ton of people do. I think and I think even some of those people who are like, oh, I hate to dance. It's just a, they're embarrassed. And like I remember going out one time. With Bo, no offense, Bo. Bo has a good sense of rhythm, and we were at, we were at like Zaphods or something, and I was dancing. I have a bad sense of rhythm. A, I am as white as they come. Like, no offense, but like, I suck at dancing. I know it, but like, whatever. I'm not drunk or anything. I'm just trying to dance or whatever. But Bo was like making a huge effort to like try and teach me because I was so oblivious <laughs> to the rhythm. He's like, no, no, no. You need to do it like this, or you need to move like this, or whatever, and all. And like, it, listen to the rhythm. It, it, <laughs> And I was like, well, maybe maybe I'm slightly off here, whatever. But but, but, like, I can see because at the same point, I can see why people would hate to dance because there's people that are clearly better dancers who are judging you, you know, because they're like, this person's not in with the rhythm. Because if you have rhythm, it is very easy to notice people who do not have rhythm. I don't have rhythm, so it's harder for me to notice people who don't have <laughs> rhythm. Sometimes the really bad people I notice, but a lot of times... I can't fucking tell. So so for that reason, like I understand the embarrassment factor of it. I just I just don't understand, I guess, what is a negative about dancing. Yeah. Like what is bad about it?
0: I mean that that definitely I, I think, you know, it is hard to say. It is one of these topics it's difficult to give a bad to, I would agree. And I mean you you were kinda dancing around it about the people who don't say they don't like dancing. I mean the reality is those people are hiding insecurities. And having been someone who likes to dance of recent and who has felt like I didn't like to dance at some point in my life, that is definitely linked to my self-esteem and, and the insecurity I felt. And that's fair enough. A lot of people experience insecurity, and you do. It is performance, even if you're no one's watching you specifically on a stage. When you're doing it, you're performing kind of to everyone. And then it, it also made – Bo was talking about you know, his – is uh, his, when he liked to go out there and peacock for the ladies. Oh, which, the
1: peacocking.
0: Well, and, and he's a term peacocking specifically. I'm a total peacocker. Like, it's true. I, I feel like a lot of the kind of like, you know, looking for a mate in our society is kind of like, I don't know, it's not that overt in some ways. Or, or not that overt, or we've civilized it in this way that animals say don't. But dancing is the one that I feel is like animalistic. It's kind of like you go out in front of people, the opposite sex, you know, you're all out there and you're just like shaking your body. Like I can just imagine some bird standing in front of another bird doing his little bird dance to be like, mate with me, please. <laughs> and, and, that's like, like, and that's kind of what dancing is. And it's sort of funny because yeah. it's like people, you know, you don't necessarily met, uh, we don't necessarily make that clear when you go dancing to the club, but it's kind of like it's displays of your body for other people to see. Uh, here I am, uh, you like what you see. <laughs> whether or not you're expecting anything to come from it is, there, is sort of irrelevant. But it still it does have that I think inherent, and that's probably why it's so based and why everyone likes to, to do it to some extent, or why it's so ubiquitous among human cultures. I think it's like like so many animals do these kind of body bodily movements to just to show their virility or their health or their you know how good a mating partner they would be. We still do that, and it's. It, I think it makes even, it sometimes like, uncomfortable to think about that animalistic part of us. But I feel like dancing makes it pretty obvious.
1: Yeah, or even just not shy. Like, there's there's a there's a certain, and this is an aspect of dancing is that there's a certain amount of power in it. As funny as it sounds, it, you know, because we talk about the peacocking, but like that's one thing. That's going out there and trying to show off. Uh, maybe to, to the detriment of the dancing. Like, if your emphasis is to peacock and not to love dance, then that's sort of a different approach. But if you actually love to dance, I think we look at people who do it with who do it really well with admiration. Just that there's a there's a sense of bravery there. There's a sense of value there. At least that's what I think. When some people right, but do, but again, I would come back to that's like you know who who like people with more.
0: Um, self-esteem do better on like to say the dating front like I just feel like I think it's so ingrained that people who are like I don't I'm not dancing for anyone I'm just dancing because I like to dance uh, I think are probably you know not not maybe not not, not that anyone has to but look at that deep reflection of like what do I like about dancing and it's probably totally self subconscious that you the reason you like to dance you're subconsciously just displaying to other people that you're young and healthy you know you're not doing that well actively but no, we're I still know. doing it like as i'm sure you'd ask a bird who's doing a silly dance like oh why are you doing that and he's like I'm, I'm doing it to get laid Period. I, I,
1: I guess what i wanted you to emphasize it, though you know? what i wanted to emphasize because you can look at someone and find them physically attractive but regardless of the gender you find attractive whether it's men for women women for men we're a bunch of guys so we're probably going to talk about women and We're you know but or if it's guys for guys or girls for girls there's something intoxicating about someone who's confidently really good at dancing in a way that you don't get from people who don't dance or just from seeing them and they look sexy to you. like, Or someone who you might not normally find attractive according to whatever standards you're indoctrinated yourself with or whatever. Like at, at a certain point, someone appears more attractive, not because you're drunk or any of those traditional things, but because they're perceived to have power. And that's an interesting notion when someone can look attractive to you because they're powerful. And I think dancing does that, at least for me, they're like, when I, when I see a woman dance and they dance really well and they're smiling or they're, they're in whatever character perhaps that the dance is meant to convey, that can be very attractive in a way that where if I probably bumped onto the, into the street and whatever, I might not even think of it. I might not even think of it.
2: Because well, I, I, think, yeah. Yeah. Go ahead, bro. I think that's partly due to what Mike was saying, is is that they're, they're demonstrating confidence, positivity, all these sort of things, especially if they're smiling and that. I, I, I can understand where you're coming from. I don't necessarily like I maybe maybe I'd see some of it and be like, that person seems like a positive person. It's allowing <laughs> you to project,
1: yeah, project,
2: okay. project on a larger stage. Uh, your your you know your inner emotions. Whereas everybody walking down the street, then I mean, like you're just you're looking at books and judging well, them. Well, I mean, numbers. let's say I bumped in and said, "Hello, stranger.
1: Who are you?" Like, no, I but don't like
2: think... everybody, what I'm saying is that people. uh we talked about stereotyping on the show, and we talked about the different types of stereotyping. And and some some is just book by its cover stereotyping, and then some of it is is based on actions people take or or choices that they make. And I think that dancing is you know like a series of of, of choice in a way of that you're displaying your personality. You are like I don't know, peacocking is the right term, but you are like putting yourself. So am I, am I a confident person? Am I, you know, am I, uh, am I looking intense? Am I smiling? Am I whatever? Like, and even somebody who isn't necessarily a happy person, they may look happier when they're dancing and therefore become more attractive to you. I'm not, I'm not sure I, I, I follow the power thing, but I definitely follow the seeing people as more, uh, more positive and lively and animated and interesting when they're dancing as opposed to just. You know, walking around. I guess normal, the the right? power
1: thing comes they're from the often fact drunk that too. that that it captures. There's power in people who capture your attention. I suppose it, it, that's where the power is. I don't know if that.
0: Well, makes and, there's, sense. and there's power in confidence and self-esteem. Yeah. Like there,
1: there yeah. is. Yeah, I think that's more what I'm referring to.
2: Yeah, I, I'd see. I'd see like going back to the, the the sex you up part of dancing is that <laughs> is that like even those competitions and stuff where everything is like super choreographed it's like the rumba or whatever it's like on dancing with the stars you know the judges will be like that's so hot i could feel the heat oh i could feel <laughs> the heat between you it was just magnetic i couldn't look away i know, you know who you're and, making fun of
1: that french guy. no but he's not wrong it, it no. was amazing I,
2: i'm oh oh Wow. wow. Yeah. magnifique i loved it that's so that's much good but it's essentially scripting like these are t- two people who perform that are not necessarily in any sort of romantic relationship possibly they're both married to other people or whatever and they just they just do the scripted display it's essentially like uh, to me it's the equivalent of acting um it, it's like we're putting on a performance of two people who are passionately in love and so fiery and like and all that sort of but thing But
0: think about how much dance is 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 like that like i mean it, it has this this sex kind of like tied up in it with, with that kind of partner dancing. A lot of it is very meant to look very hot and like oh my god. Especially certain some some of the Latin dances, you're like oh my god, Ooh la la. Ooh, getting hot in here. Uh,
1: <laughs> caliente, then, muy muy caliente. Mm. I
0: just I just feel like if anything that goes back to the point that like there is stuff tied up. There's there's something inherent about sex and dancing as as well. And it's really like a basic thing. which like,
2: It is a base thing. It is one of those things where it's like, uh, you know, you scorch the earth again. You take – this is the GBB drinking game. Every time Crofton talks about scorching the earth and rebuilding humanity, you take a shot. Um, if you scorch the earth and rebuild humanity, people would be dancing. Well, I can guarantee you, you start afresh or you, 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 I go and I, I encounter a culture that's been isolated and lived in the rainforest and never interacted with any other culture. I guarantee you that they dance. You well, know, like- another,
0: another good indication of that. I now have like a kid pushing two and I tell you, he likes to dance. It was not hard to get him to dance. Uh, and you know it's obviously hilarious toddler dancing which looks ridiculous and makes you smile but little kids like dancing and and they're also pre-insecurity phase like kids at this age like they do not have insecurity uh they, they do whatever and if you tell them to dance they usually have a you can tell the joy on their face just like running around Whatever. Yeah, and,
2: and Gwen so, is the same. She has a really fun time. But the thing is, I will say, I was the one that taught her to dance. Like, I put on music and said, this, hey, let's dance or whatever, and, and was dancing around. And then she started doing it. It wasn't yeah, something but it, she just did.
0: It picks up super quick. Like, yeah, think, like, true. Think about how quickly that gets picked up versus something like, obviously, there's a lot of brain pathways. But, like, language takes years to learn. But, like, just the basic concept of, like, hey, here's some music. Move your body. It's pretty natural, right? And um, And little kids – Enjoy it, you know. And uh, whereas, yeah, yeah. I, I it is pretty basic. I don't have a ton more to say on this. If you guys, all right, have... let's
2: let's roll in. Let's do the topics, uh right. the verdicts. I'm 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 good to go, my friends. All right, let's
1: yeah. uh, open up the floodgates and let all the verdict animals in.
2: <laughs> the jurors,
1: if you will. imagining them walking, my dance style. You could probably dance. Uh, I, I, I. I say
2: order I said, murder in the court.
1: All right, order in the court of opinion. Uh, who would okay, like I'll, to take first crack at? I'm gonna dancer? go first. I just I feel like this one,
0: you know, Croft pointed out earlier. It's it's almost a bit too obvious. I'm just gonna say dancing is good. I don't even I, I don't even love dancing that much. I like it. I I I enjoy it. I see it has values in art form. There's some parts, some of that I like, some of that I don't. It's pretty basic thing. People like a rhythm the sort of math element i think it's just like the beats of living you know and people like to move their bodies i just i just think it's pretty big ba- it'd be hard to call it bad maybe you could call it bullshit that hasn't but stopped
1: us before <laughs>
0: i just think it, yeah i just think it's part of being human and if you don't and if you don't like it or feel too insecure for it well you know probably you just feel left left out of it and that's that's too bad but but even yeah if you're home alone listen to music even insecure people probably let loose now and then it's just i think it's a pretty natural thing i think it's good you know like
2: mccully culkin yeah home alone
0: it's fun to dance alone okay that's all i got to say
2: um i'll go next so just for the record if we were talking about ballroom dancing which we drew i would probably say bullshit but for dancing as a whole, I will say good. And here, here's the thing, is that dancing does look ridiculous. There's so much ridiculous associated with dancing, from the costuming to, like, uh, you know, these TV shows to just, like, the way some people look, the way that, that you most people feel the need to get intoxicated, which is totally fine. Incidentally, if you feel embarrassed about dancing, you should have a drink. It will help you. Um, but, like, I, all the ridiculousness aside, I don't see anything negative about dancing, and I, I won't go through the list of positives again, but I will I will say that I personally enjoy uh, dancing. I don't do it necessarily out and about as much as I would like to, but I think that it is a, a fun activity. Oh, and, and one thing about ridiculousness is, is that there's often bad dances. I mentioned this earlier, but, like, even those – I mean, people who – uh, my, my friend was looking to meet a lady and went to a swing dance class. I mean, he, you learn new things. You grow as a person. Like, there's really nothing negative about it. I, you can make fun of all these dances as much as you want, and God knows I do. Uh, but, like, the, the positives greatly outweigh any sort of negatives associated with them. Let there be dance. Okay. What, and the river dance? Riverdance is okay too. See, I totally make fun of Riverdance and and that <laughs> Michael Flatley Lord of the Dance and stuff when I see it on TV. You what know, the kind of cool. they do. Is awesome I, though. I appreciate cool. the got his arms out
0: there, Crofton. He's doing his thing.
2: I'm sure he gets a lot of ladies. Oh yeah. All right. Well, gets a lot of dudes
1: too. I think. I'll tell you what I think the wackest form of dancing is as I roll into my verdict. It's line dancing, which you didn't talk about. (laughs) Lame, but you know what? It's still dancing. The thing about it is, all the trespasses that you might levy at dancing to me is forgiven because, as I said, I think there's nothing more intoxicating than a woman who knows how to dance. I find that incredibly attractive. And because that's a pleasure that I get to have, like I was born, I get to live in the world, and you know, you have, you you work, and you you feel shitty a lot of the time, and you got lots of stresses and troubles, and then something brings you joy. And you know, a good dance has brought me joy. I also have a dancing movie, I'm not a big dancing movie guy, and dancing movies are a genre, but there is a Japanese film called Shall We Dance, which... There was an American version with Richard Gere and, and Jennifer Lopez that flopped, and I didn't even watch it because it works in the Japanese context because they're so repressed that the idea of taking dance is very difficult for the main character. The Japanese film, amazing. Recommend. It came out in the 90s. I saw it when I was 18 or 19. I loved it. I saw it in the theater three times, and I'm more of a, you know, watch Star Wars, watch action movies kind of guy. That was It is a brilliant film. Still worth watching. You'll laugh, you'll cry, and you'll love to dance. Um, (laughs) So that recommendation aside, for that feeling, one of the feelings you get having lived on the earth is watching someone who can dance that moves you is a really great thing. I'm giving it good all caps. It's an all caps good for that verdict. Well, it seems pretty obvious. Watch shall we dance. Watch it. It's good. You guys haven't seen it, right? Watch (laughs) it.
0: So I guess where we stand on this Japanese movie is also good. But as for the topic, dancing, a three-way good. And I think that probably you, are listeners, maybe you agree, maybe you don't. We would like to hear what you have to say. Maybe we missed something big. Please let us know. You can email us at goodbadbull at gmail.com. You can send us a tweet at goodbadbull. And of course, to listen to the show, you can find us on um, iTunes and I think this new, what is it, Bo? Google Play.
1: We're on Google Play. If you have an Android device, we're saying kind of goodbye to Stitcher. There'll still be shows there. Go to Google Play. Find us there. We're on there. Yeah. So we're on Google Play. You can subscribe to the show there. We'd appreciate it. You can
0: also like us on Facebook and you can find out all this stuff at our website, goodbadbull.com. And we'd also like to send a quick shout out to our Patreon supporters. We appreciate the support. And uh, if you're interested in doing some of the same you can check out patreon I don't know what it is patreon <laughs>
1: patreon.com slash good bad bull
0: Slash good bad bull yeah anyways um, so yeah that was uh you know we, we sometimes should go through our big topic bin that goes another random topic generator and be like you know if this topic can't have a bad you know you know it, it, we we, it, we brought this up before but it, it's something worth considering
2: well I think ballroom dancing maybe you can make an argument that it was bad. Maybe I, it's maybe it's you know led did, to the oppression of French villagers or something right? during the Louis the Fourteenth period. I don't know.
0: I think with a topic like that, you have to roll roll it. It's just too too specific. You know, like like I think you you maybe you could say ballroom dancing is bad, but really it's just a specific it's niche.
2: You know. I would invite any of the listeners who, who think that dancing or hate dancing or whatever to explain why. And, like, I mean, it may be embarrassing because it may involve some self-reflection. But if you have some, like, tangible reasons of why dancing sucks that I'm not aware of, I would love to hear. I
0: just think the unfortunate thing about that is that it probably would always boil back down to insecurity.
1: I, I was I'm i too insecure of, to dance right now, and I used to dance a lot.
0: Yeah, and it's like... I feel like a
1: fat ass. I'm like, no, I can't be dancing anymore. Look, I, I felt have the drink. I felt, <laughs> yeah, well, and that's totally true. I felt super insecure to
0: dance, and probably when I first would have a drink, I'd be like, oh, yeah, whatever, I'll go in the dance floor, I don't care. I was thinking during the show a lot about that episode of Seinfeld where Elaine Bennis uh, loves to dance and goes out dancing, and everyone's like, oh, God, she's a terrible dancer. Yeah. But in some ways, oh, it's going to keep she, I was pretty much. I mean, but she didn't care, right? Because she had the self esteem, the confidence to go out and. Yeah. Tear her off the rug. And
1: I think that, that yeah. Well, I think and, she had the self esteem because people maliciously told her she was good and gained confidence that way. Isn't that the plot to that episode? I thought she was
0: also like, but I love dancing. And everyone's trying to get her to stop.
2: <laughs> I, I, I think that, you know, that's oh, obviously a sitcom exaggerated plot. But, like, uh, for the most part, there are people like us, the bad dancers. And. Uh, I mean, you can still, you know, you can still enjoy moving your body uh, to the more rhythm. power it's...
0: to the bad dancers. I say.
2: I mean, the trick is what I what I find is is get married, because then they can't really like you've got. The power they can't, unless they divorce you, I guess that's a good
0: reason to get married.
2: Yeah, she's like, Oh god, it's 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 you know, time for your first dance, you do the slow dance, and then it's like, Hit the party music, and then your wife is like, Oh god, what have I done? You know, (laughs) it's too late. She sees you at your worst right after she's given her vows.